0: We believe here at Springhouse that God has saved the very best for when, right now, and he sure has done that. Would you guys please welcome Pastor Barbie as she comes and brings the word this morning. Yeah. yeah. God is a dude. Thank you, Jonathan. Worked so hard earlier singing, playing guitar, and he still just does it. So I don't a heart. Um. You know, I love the forward progress in God, everything, we're, we're just moving toward Him in all that we do. Um, I have the wonderful privilege of sharing with you the Word with you guys today, but we have some other teachers that I believe the Lord is raising up and, and uh, granting uh, opportunity and time to take us all into the Word a little bit further. So if you are one of the teachers from the 12, would you come up here really quickly? Starting August 6th, Sunday morning, at 9 a.m. on the other end of the building in what used to be the children's ministry, we are starting an adult Bible study from 9 to 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings. And we are going to dig into the Word together. And I'm so excited about, (laughs) boy, do you just feel like some lions just came into the room? There is a teaching anointing on each of these lives. Some of them we have experienced, some of them we haven't, but God has a plan. And if you have been one of those people, and I've talked to several of you that have gone, I just want to get into the Word, I just want to dig a little deeper. We have Rhonda Frazier, Pastor Ronnie Meek, (laughs) Eric Harding, Mario Galeone, Keith Cole, my brother Joshua McLeod, this girl I know, Caitlin Glover, <laughs> Jeremy Jones, Jonathan Grisham, Will Severe, and Justin Bashirs, And Chelsea Smith, who isn't here at the moment. And his wife. Let me tell you something, guys. When God put this in Pastor Kevin's heart and and into my heart through that, uh, I thought in the beginning, okay, Lord, I'm really going to need some teachers, and I made a dream team list. You know, I, I prayed and I'm like, God, who, you know, who would it be that you want to release? Because all of them come from a different place in their teaching and a different place in their life, and. Every single one of them said yes. Every single one, it blew me away. The name of the class is the 12, but if you can count, (laughs) there's a few more than that. So one more time, you don't even have to get up. I just wanna pray for them and I wanna thank them. And if you'll extend your hands. Father God, I thank you so much for this team. I thank you, Lord, that you put leaders in place because you are bringing more. So Lord, I ask as they study and as they lean into your word, God, that you would just anoint them. Father, give them the word for this body in this season at this time. I just ask that you cover their heads, bless their families and cover them. And Father, I pray, Lord, that every person in this room, Father, would find a connect point. Father, that they would be hungry for your word and that they would draw in deeper and closer to you. Thank you, Father, for the teachers in this house. Thank you for what you're doing. You're teaching us with purpose, Father, and we will give you the glory for it, and we anticipate everything that you have. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you guys for saying yes. I'm so excited. That starts on the 6th from 9 to 10 o'clock during first gathering, so you can still come to the gathering that you love. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a Danish in the cafe, and we'll meet down in the other end of the building. Are you ready to dig into the Word now that we've talked about that? We are moving just a little bit further, and I know that God has something for us today. Um, I know because He has been teaching me all week, and I love when He does that. So if you'll stand, we're going to read a passage of Scripture and then I will let you sit all the way till the end of the service. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know, things could happen. Okay, ready? Ask and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking, and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who keeps on asking receives, and he who keeps on seeking finds, and to him who keeps on knocking, it will be opened. Father God, I am so grateful for the promise of your word. I thank you, Lord, for the instruction manual that you have given us, Lord, regarding your will and how we walk these things out. So Father, I'm asking that the Holy Spirit would just saturate this space this morning, that you would teach us. Father, your word is a lamp unto our feet. It is a light unto our path. And I thank you, Father, if we will follow your word, you will get us where we need to go. So Father, I ask that you speak, do what only you can do today. Let them forget my stuff and remember yours, Lord. In Jesus' name, and the body of Christ said, Amen. I'm so excited about the word this morning. Um, I think the first thing I want you to know, um, I had asked Katie and Jonathan to introduce the song Throne Room today because it's so important that you know the access you have to the Father. The access that you have in your relationship with Jesus Christ. I love that the veil was torn from top to bottom to show that it wasn't anything that a man could do, but that access had been granted by a God who loved us enough to send his son, to shed his blood, to forgive our sins, to restore us to the Father, so nobody had to go in for us anymore. We get access to this mighty God. We have access to the throne room of grace. Can you even for a moment imagine what that means? We think so small. We think so small. And we think so temporal. And we think so now. But our lives are so much bigger than now. Our lives are so much bigger than this space. And our relationship with God has so much more potential So much more space, so much more room, so much more depth that we don't access because sometimes we get satisfied with where we are and God's going, but there's more, but there's more in me. Where are you today? Where are you today? Have you become complacent? Or or better yet, this is a better word. Complacent has a negative connotation to it. Have you just become comfortable? Well, so did Pink Floyd, and they wrote a song called Comfortably Numb. (laughs) And one day I was driving, and the Lord was inspiring me to go for, hey, I like that song, okay? I'm not not dissing the song. I'm just saying that's not where you're called to be in a spiritual state. Anyway, I was driving one day, and and the Lord was prompting me in a direction, and I said, Lord, I'm really comfortable where I am. And I just felt like in my spirit, I felt like he went, well, if comfort was the goal, then I guess you've arrived. But comfort isn't the goal. Access to the Father and moving forward in our relationships with Jesus Christ and allowing him to change us and move us more into his likeness, to develop an intimacy with him that sometimes, you know, sometimes you can be walking around and you're like, I don't know what's missing. Maybe it's in the refrigerator. I'll go look there. I don't know what's missing. Maybe it's in the cabinets. I'll go look there. Or maybe it's in the bottom of this bottle because I'm looking for something. God is the answer. God is the answer when you're growing up and they're like, what's the, what's the, what's the answer? It doesn't matter. Whatever the question is, the answer is gonna be Jesus and it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be the answer. But how do you get there? If you're one of those people who are standing and going, I know that there's more in God, but I just don't know how to move toward him in a different way. I wanna kind of share with you where the Lord took me in this. I had a dream back a while ago and in the dream, I was standing in a really nice hotel room and I was quite happy with it. And uh, again, one of those comfortable places. And I just remember thinking that this is really nice. This is comfortable. I like this. But I could hear this sound. The curtains were drawn. Everything was closed. It was like it was shut down for the night and it was peaceful. And, but I could hear this sound. And this sound was the crashing of waves. I could hear water rolling. I could hear waves crashing and I thought, no, 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 I'm just, I'm fine. I don't need to go out there. I don't, I'm not, no, I'm fine. But man, that sound just drew me. Have you ever been in a spiritual place where something was drawing you and you knew that you needed to move and you couldn't quite get there? Well, I kept listening and those waves were crashing and I'm like, oh, I've got to see what's out there. And I went and I grabbed the curtain and I ripped it aside and it was pitch black. And I could not see a thing, but I could hear everything. And I knew, I knew that, that there was something right there that, that I needed access to. And so I pushed the door open and I couldn't see. And, and, and I felt like the, the Holy Spirit just said, just take one step. Just take one one more step. Just take a step. And I stepped, even though I couldn't see where I was going to place my foot, I was trusting that there was going to be somewhere to rest my foot when I took this step, because God sometimes doesn't give us the whole picture when we take that step, does he? And I took a step, and it was solid beneath my foot. And I thought, this is pretty good. I'm getting closer. I'm getting, yeah, it's right there. And man, it was as if the ocean was crashing right up against the front of this stage. And I could hear it, but I could not see anything of it. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, take another step. And I couldn't see, but I placed my foot and I, and I took that step. And I knew, I knew that if I took one more step, I was going to be right up against the railing. At least I was trusting there was going to be a railing. If there wasn't going to be a railing, we were going to have an issue. But I, I heard the Holy Spirit just say, take one more step. And I took a step and I was right up against it. And I could feel the spray of the uh, water. I could hear it crashing just at my feet. Do you know that Scripture tells us that his voice is as the sound of many waters? And see, honey, that's why I need to go to the beach more often. (laughs) It's Jesus calling me. But I was standing right up against it. And it was still pitch black. (laughs) (laughs) who's got a condo? Anyway, (laughs) anyway, I knew if I took one more step, man, I was in the water. I knew I was going in that water and I knew from the sound of it it, that it was way over my head. And I told the Lord that. I said, Lord, that is over my head. And then I heard my mom. You know, you ever hear your mom's voice when you don't want to? And I heard my mom say, Honey, once you're in over your head, it really doesn't matter how deep you go. <laughs> Let's just let that soak in for a minute, okay? Once you are in over your head with the Lord, it really doesn't matter how deep you go. You can go, God, take me as far as you want to take me. It's that initial step. It's that, that one thing when you know you're getting ready to step over into something that you have no control over. And it's the best place in the world to be. Best place. And so, <laughs> it's like this really bad cliffhanger. And I, and I stepped, and I felt like the Holy Spirit said, take one more step. And I went to lift my foot, and I woke up. And I'm like, no! like no I really wanted to know what's going on here and when I I woke up and I just started crying I'm telling you I sobbed I feel bad for my husband sometimes and well why are you crying now anyway but I just began to sob because there was this place in me and there's always been this place in me that just wants to go deeper with him that just wants to oh hey I want to be over my head uh, with him. I don't, our feet touching ground has never been the goal but to allow him to take us where he wants to take us, where he wants to go. And so when I woke up from that dream, I was so divinely frustrated. Have you ever been just like spiritually frustrated going, God, I want to know how to get there. I want to know how you take that step because I don't understand. And I know that there's more for me. And he took me to this passage of scripture that we read just a little bit ago. And he began to share with me a progression of how we go somewhere we haven't been before or the steps that we take in order to draw nearer to him. Does anybody, anybody in here feel like God is calling you to take another step? Anybody? See, God has a place designed for you and that he calls you deeper. It isn't about salvation. It's about fulfillment. It's, a, it's not about whether or not you're going to heaven. It's about whether or not you're gonna fulfill your purpose on the planet. And this isn't about the job that you have, though that's part of your calling. It's about what is your purpose here and now? What has God sent you to do? What gift are you supposed to release? What talent are you supposed to share? Because he didn't give it to you for you. He gave it to you for us to share the gifts that you have. And so he took me to this passage of scripture and he began to unfold it a little bit. And he began to go, okay, ask and it will be open to you seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened. I'm sorry, ask, and it will be given to you. And I'm like, okay, God, I've read that a thousand times. I've I've read that a lot, but Lord, what what does that even mean? And how does that mean? And, And I felt like the Lord went, this is how you take another step. This is how you take another step. If you are where you are right now, and you're going, God, I don't know how to take that next step. I want you to start with the first thing, ask. Ask. You have access to the throne of grace, to the throne room of God, and you need to ask Him. One of the scriptures says, You have not because you ask not. Ask Him. Ask is about inquiry. Ask is like closer, closely related to want. If you want something, You ask for it. If you have a question, you ask a question. It's not intense. It's not worrisome. And a lot of us will spend our whole lives in this section of us just communicating with God, asking him questions, asking him for stuff, that cookie jar God mentality that we can get sometimes. Oh, I really need a chocolate chip. And we get stuck in this place. And there's honestly, we have access to him. He says to ask. There's nothing wrong with that. But when the time comes and you want a little bit more, you're gonna go a little bit deeper. And so ask is about want and it's about inquiring of, you know, and it's wordy. Ask has a lot of words. Uh, Want has a lot of words. You can want something and you can try and explain why you want that thing. When my kids were little, if they wanted something, they had a speech prepared. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> these are all the reasons I need that pong game. Um, these are the reasons that I need those Air Jordans, and these are these are the. And they would explain, I want. I really want this, you know, because she has it and they have it. And, and, I, and I really want it. And they would have a speech. Want is wordy. And sometimes in our relationship with God, we want a better relationship with him, but we're very wordy in that. And we rarely pause to allow him to minister and speak to us. That's just a level. That's ask and keep on asking. See, that's the beauty of this. Ask, seek, and knock. These are a condition. Continual tense, they are progressive tense verbs, which means in the, when they first begin to translate the word, you go to the King James or, or whatever, and it'll say, knock, and it will be open to you. Ask, and it will be given. Now we know with the tense of the verbs that it's ask and keep on asking Keep on asking, keep on asking. It isn't because God is hard of hearing, it's because He has a timing for that thing in your life. Ask and keep on asking. Ask and keep. See, when I grew up, I was taught that you ask the Lord something once, then you leave it there. And if you go back and say anything else about it, that's a lack of faith. How wonderful to learn that I can go back as many times as I need to because my flesh is weak. And when I'm facing something, I need to be able to run where I need to run. I need to be able to go to him. So I ask and he will grant. Well, then there's the next step. And it says, if you seek and keep on seeking, sometimes when you get tired of asking, see, you can ask a question, James, sitting right where you are and get an answer. But if you're going to seek something, you're going to have to get up and move. There's going to act, something has to be activated in your life when you begin to seek. To seek means to diligently pursue. And we do not normally diligently pursue when we just want something. But if we need something, we just might get up and go look for it. We just might uh, get out of our comfort zone and go and find God and pursue Him. Uh, Sometimes I think pursuit is one of those things. I, I hated, that's a strong word and I meant it totally. I hated hide and seek when I was a kid. I hated that game. I really did everything just petrified me and my my dad and my sisters loved to to find a way to just scare me to death and And they were so good at it and I have to tell you that Pastor Ronnie's pretty good at that too and i and i I would like to think that all of those times he scared me in the hallway were unintentional, but they weren't. He's an honest man. But that, that's still with me. I don't like seeking unless I know what I'm seeking and pretty much I know where it is. And I will diligently pursue, if that's what the Lord calls me to do, um, to, to seek Him with my whole heart. And I wonder, have you come to the point where you have passed wanting a relationship with God to needing a relationship with Him? Do you need more of Him in your life? Do you need a deeper relationship with Christ? Uh, I do. Every single day of my life, I do. And there's always more. We never arrive, but I need Him. I need Him. I don't just want Him. I need Him in my life. You know, when need is... um Less wordy. It's not as mouthy. You don't you don't have a, to have a big speech when you need. If my kids walk into the room and the, you know, if and Katie says, "I need shoes," you don't have to explain to me that you need shoes. I'm your parent. I'm going to meet that need. I've never promised them that I would give them everything that they want, and God has not promised to give you everything that you want. But he has promised to give you everything that you need. Everything that you need. Everything that you need. You know, there was a prophecy that was shared here many years ago. And it was that we were under a season of an open hand. There's a passage of scripture that says, He opens his hand and satisfies the desires of every living creature. And I don't know about you. But if I'm going to live in a place where a word has been given, that we're in the season of an open hand, you better believe I'm going to be underneath that hand. You better believe I'm going to be in that place with him. You will find him when you seek him with your whole heart. And that's the kicker, isn't it? We can seek him with a quarter of our heart. We can seek him with half of our heart, but the other half seems to be filled with lesser gods and small idols and busy stuff. And sometimes if you want to really walk into a different place with Christ Jesus, you are gonna have to do the work of undividing your heart. What does that look like? What does that look like to move toward an undivided heart, a heart that says, when you seek me with your whole heart, I will be found by you. That means turning off the TV and opening this up. This means digging into these pages and going, God, what are you, what are you saying about this? God, did you know that there is a pulse on this page? Do you know that his word is alive and it is active and it is sharper than any two-edged sword? And it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. God has a word for you and it's not gonna come from this platform. It's gonna come from this book. God has a word for you. If you will seek him with your whole heart, you will find him. And see, so we went, the first step was to ask, ask The second step is to seek. Can you take another step? Can you take another step? I'm not asking you to run a marathon. God's not asking you to run a marathon. But can you take another step? Can you take one more step from where you are toward what you know he's calling you to do There is a hunger, I believe. I believe there is a hunger. There's a hunger for the word and there's a hunger for God. And if we will pursue him for all that we are worth, we're gonna find him. God and it is going to transform everything. It's progressive and then we get to the last one, that last step, that last step that asking because we want to know him, seeking because we need that relationship with him. And then we come to knocking and keep on knocking. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love that it is progressive and it's ongoing and it literally means that you are to set yourself on a collision course with that thing that bars your entrance. Let me say that again. When it says knock, And keep on knocking, it means to set yourself purposely on a collision course with that thing that is barring your entrance to what is on the other side of that. Knock and keep on knocking. Knock and keep on knocking. How do you do that? God, you said, God, Lord, we need this. and, And Lord, your word says that I was... Uh, Young and I am now old, and I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their seed begging for bread. I've never seen their seed begging for bread. God, I need a job. God, I need, I'm gonna, the intensity of taking that next step and going, I am finally gonna confront that thing that has stopped me over and over again, and I'm gonna set myself on a collision course until I move into that place with him. So while ask is about want, seek is about need, knocking is about those desperate places in your life where you have come to the absolute end of your own resources and you know it. You can't do this thing. You cannot do what's in your heart to do unless God takes you there. And my word tells me that if I will knock and keep on knocking... I will knock and keep on knocking that it'll be opened to me. And if you will keep on knocking, guys, I can bring the worship team out if you don't mind. If you will keep on pursuing, if you will ask and allow him to do what he does, if you will seek him in your places of need, he has something for you. And if you will knock, In those places of desperation where you don't have the answers. See, that's the beautiful thing about knocking. That's the beautiful thing about this desperate place that you can get to is while want is wordy and need is a little less wordy, when you get to a desperate place, you don't have a speech anymore. When you get to that place in God, all you've got is a Jesus. All you've got is an, oh God, oh God, I need you to meet me here. And there's this progression. And we don't need to stop with the ask. We don't need to stop with the ask. We need to move forward in Him. Everywhere we set our foot, we, could, we should be waiting for God to take, tell us to take one more step. Take one more step. Take one more step. The best way I know how to describe this progression is a simple thing. I shared something different in first, but this is on my heart now. That progression from asking to seeking to knocking. A few years ago, I was standing in my living room. It was a beautiful summer morning. All of the windows in the house were open, which meant you could hear everything that was going on in the neighborhood. And I was standing in the living room and I hear the lady across the street step out and say, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Actually, she said A little Johnny because he was little. And I remember thinking, why is she calling for him? He's like three years old, two years old. Why would he be outside without her? Why would he be out there? And, and he, I just hear say, Johnny. And then I hear something in her voice changed because she went from questioning to seeking. And I hear her voice and she's like, "Johnny! Johnny!" And I could hear the desperation starting in her voice. And about that time, we all took out off out our doors. Neighbors started coming out of the houses, and I ran out our back door and and we all converged in the middle of the street and she said, "I can't find him. I can't find him." And, and uh, she said he's got on these little little blue jeans and he's got on a red striped shirt and and she starts screaming for her son and we just dispersed we just went poof. We spread out like we had exploded a fire at work. And I started running toward this house that I knew had a big play yard in the back. And I thought, well, that makes sense. That's logical. That's where that little guy will go. And as I was running in that direction, I heard the Holy Spirit go, stop. Go the other way. Go the other way. And I stopped where I was and I turned around and I started running, which at well, looked like a dead end. Don't you know, sometimes God's gonna call you to run somewhere and you can't see the end of it. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm gonna run in this direction. And I ran through the end. Actually, right before that, when I turned, I started walking in that direction. And as clearly as I have ever heard the Holy Spirit in my life, I heard Him say, run run. And I took off running and I ran to the end of the cul-de-sac and there were woods behind the cul-de-sac. And I'm thinking, surely this little guy cannot have gone all of this way. He can't have. And the Lord said, go, run. And I went through those woods and I came right up against a fence. I mean, right up against it. And I felt like the Lord went, he's over the fence. And I stood And I looked over that fence and I saw that little guy standing on the edge of the deep end of a swimming pool. And he's got his little jeans pushed down to his high tops because he's gonna go swimming. And every time he leans down to do his shoe, he teeters over the edge of that water. I couldn't see the gate and I started feeling my way and I didn't want to startle him and I was going, hey, baby, hey, honey, hey, honey. And I'm thinking, how in the world did he get in there? I'm feeling my way through it. Sometimes you gotta feel your way through it, guys. And I'm feeling my way around the side of the fence. And then I finally find a break in that fence and I step through and I go, hey, buddy, hey, buddy because I didn't want to scare him. When I finally got him in my arms, all I could do is yell, I've got him, I've got him. He's over here, he's over here. And then I hear all of these grownups running through the woods, running through that as they're coming. And let me tell you something, when that mama grabbed that baby, when that mama grabbed that baby, we all just wept, we all just wept. Let me tell you something, guys. If God is calling you forward, if He is giving you direction, and if He is asking you to take another step, take the next step. If He's asking you to run in this direction, run in that direction until He tells you to stop. And then when the time comes and you hit that place, be willing, to test the fence. Be willing to push until you find the opening to get where you need to be. Take another step. Take another step. Say it with me. Take another step. Can you take another step in Him today to move toward those things that He has called you to? Because let me tell you something, he is worthy of the pursuit. He is worthy of every ounce of effort you put into re- this relationship. You will never outgive him. You will never outgrow him. He has more for you today because you have more in you than you know. So if you'll stand with us today, I'm going to ask those who are going to pray with everybody to come down. if you are one of those who goes today, God, I know you are calling me to take another step. I don't know what that looks like and I don't know what that, that feels like, but God, I hear the sound. I hear the voice as of many waters and I know that you are calling me beyond where I am today. And let me tell you something, that's all of us. That's all of us. And He is worthy of it all today. Come if you want to pray with someone about taking that next step.